You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Hey, kings and queens, royal people. This is Queen Aerie. Listen, I am on here to share some things with you today. Want to share some thoughts with you guys about a few different things. I want to talk about, first and foremost, having a reality check. We all need to have reality checks at times. And what that means is, (laughs) in short, to be real with yourself. Where are you currently? What needs to change? You know, what can you do to be the best version of yourself? What adjustments do you need to make? We have to be real with ourselves and have reality checks. As some of you know, um, you know, and have followed me, I've done videos about self-checks and and how important it is to do self-assessments. And I I used to do the videos um, like every quarter and say, check, where are you? Where are you at? Just because... Sometimes we can kind of get distracted. Sometimes we don't take the time that we need to provide the self-care we need to get the rest that we need. And when I talk about rest, I'm talking about something bigger than just sleep. Rest can encompass many things. And I think that we have to learn how to be intentional with all of this. So it is imperative, especially now, I believe that this is such a relevant um, topic With everything that's going on, we have to know how to do reality checks. We have to know how to do these things in order so that we are not burnt out, so that we remain effective, so that we literally are making sure that we are we are following purpose and not just performing. You know, so when we when we talk about or dive into speaking about rest, I think that a lot of people miss that fact. I think a lot of people, um, unfortunately, have become accustomed to just moving without thinking and uh, putting up a facade, some type of mask, um, and not really paying attention to their inner health, paying attention to their spiritual health and other parts of their body that is necessary or their being that is necessary to be the best versions of ourselves. But it's time out for that, you guys. We have to take the time to make sure that we are in tune to what God is saying. We are hearing what he's saying. We're in tune to our spiritual health, our mental health, you know, our soul health, our body's health. Just like, and I've mentioned this before, but just like we go to the dentist, you know, we'll have our uh, semi-annual checkups, we'll have our annual physical, we have all these other checkups, but are we really maintaining our whole health? Or are we picking and choosing as like, huh, well, people can see, you know, the teeth or people can see, you know, the exterior. So I'm going to you know, spend way more time on that versus what's internally going on. That is the wrong perspective, the wrong mentality, because you literally can kill yourself. Yes, I did say that. Because if you ignore issues that need to be dealt with, guess what? You're putting layer on top of layer on top of layer of things that are not dealt with that will show up in your life. I'm not just speaking about these things. These are this is this is stuff that I have experienced. I wrote the book called The Loud Secret, and it definitely has talked about um, my. It talked about my process. It talked about my healing and deliverance process that I personally had to go through. No matter how much I didn't want to go through it, no matter how uncomfortable I was with it, 
I had to do it to have rest. I had to do it to know how to effectively, you know, order my life or effectively handle certain things so that I literally can accomplish the things that God has chosen me to. You know, I talk about in the book, my book, The Loud Secret, I talk about what does it mean or what does it matter if you are all beautified on the outside, but the inside is all jacked up. Eventually it will show, you know, for, you know, for just, just talking about, so for using myself as, as an example, due to the unfortunate things that happen, you know, that we all, we all may face some type of trauma within our lives. I was dealt with sexual abuse and other things. And so due to that happening, I did what I could to perfect the outside. I did what I could to more so pay attention to the outside, but I was thinking that if they can't see what I'm thinking, if they can't hear my thoughts, you know, if they can't see how broken my soul is from my external, my appearance, hey, I could keep moving. Hey, I can, I could keep on per se as someone as someone may say, um, you know, that fake it till you make it or whatever, whatever uh, statement or whatever you want to make, whatever we may think, you know, um, consciously or not, that goes through our head that pretty much ex makes excuses or causes us to not deal with the real issues, to cause us to not have the rest that we need. And within rest, again, it talks about self-care. What are you doing to deal with those things? And so, of course, I went through that process and I had to get to a point where I was tired of experiencing the same patterns over and over and over again. I was tired of living broken. I was tired of being so mean to so many people. I would curse somebody out at the drop of a hat. And I didn't think that nothing was wrong with that. I was, uh, you know, if you looked at me wrong, I would be ready to fight. And all of that are just signs that something was broken. But my question to you is, what type of reality check is life giving you that you're ignoring? What type of reality check do are you seeing or experiencing, but you refuse to do something about it? God wants us to have rest. God wants us to have peace. And I'll expound on that a little bit more. So, you know, when I'm talking about rest, um, I'm talking about having, doing what you can to have peace. Hey, and it's not even about working to have peace, but it's just being. When you be who God created you to be, to be, and you and you um, go through your healing deliverance process, however that looks, you literally can have peace. Rest. It does include being intentional about your sleeping patterns. It in, it includes detaching yourself from things that you know are not beneficial for your life or detaching yourself, having some type of boundaries with things that you know that could be a huge distraction. For instance, I'll just say this for myself. Sometimes I gotta get off social media. No offense to whoever may be watching my page, but I'm not the one and only true living God. God dwells in me, he speaks through me. I'm his arms and hands. Yes, we're representation of here in this earth, but we need rest. We need to have boundaries. We need to know our limitations and be practical within ourselves. I'm trying to tell you, if you can't be practical and real with yourself, 
how are you supposed to be practical or real with everybody else? We can't continue to follow scripts and think that I'm doing everything the way that I'm supposed to. No, life is not about following a script. And I think that so many times people get confused with having to follow a script because a lot of times scripts are written by other people. And from, from that, delving a little bit deeper when you're looking at what or how other people perceive you or what their requirements or standards are for your life, it's a very dangerous place because people could be mad at you one day, they could be nice to you the next, happy with you the next, or people can have unrealistic expectations for your life that you may not even um, know of some of the times, but you literally could just be in this people-pleasing moment. Well, I think they want this, or I think they want that. That is a very dangerous place, and this is why it is so imperative to literally fear God first and foremost, have a reverential fear of Him, and say, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to reflect? What do you want me to project? And everything else comes as it goes. We have to be delivered from people's opinions of us. And it's the truth. If not, you literally can live in a prison. You won't have rest. You literally go through life always saying, well, I think people want this from me, or I think people want this from me, that from me. And that ties back to what I was saying about uh, knowing when you are performing or when you're following purpose, performing can cause you to literally miss what God wants for you. God wants to give you for your life. Performing can cause you to to be burnt out. It can cause um, mental illnesses. It can cause all types of stuff because you're operating outside of the grace that God has given you. You're you're, you're operating outside of um, allowing Him to flow through you to bring the benefits or to to uh, to carry out the purpose and the plans that He has for your life. You know, and of course, when a person, I'm not saying you don't, you know, of course you go to work, you have your duties and stuff that you have to do, but sometimes in life we take on too much because we want to perform because we're so caught up with the way that uh, people perceive us. Oh, they think I'm a God. They think I'm this, they think I'm that. And we lose the, the, uh, we lose what's, what matters. We lose the fact that whatever God has chosen us to do, guess what? There's a group of people, we have a certain level of influence of people that we're going to touch and the right people will be touched. We can't say yes to everyone and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Anybody that takes offense to um, to you, if you say, no, I can't do that, that's there's something personally that they need to deal with on the inside of them. That's a level of uh, unhealthy control as well. If people think that they can tell you what to do and, um, you know, over what God is telling you to do. And so we have to learn how to make sure that we are, like I said, walking in purpose and not just sitting here thinking that we have to perform just to live. And so I want to just delve a little bit deeper when I talk about rest. Of course, you know, like I said, rest, it includes as well sleep, making sure you get enough sleep, making sure you're taking care of your physical, your spiritual, emotional well-being, your soul well-being, overall, just taking care of you being intentional. It's not about being perfect, but it's about doing your part so that you can have to present the best you to everyone else and and, and um, give everything you can with being all the authentic you with the work that you give out. So of course, we have these ideas 
that society makes up or people make up. And they say you have to be busy all the time, every every second of the day. Um, if you're if you're not being busy, you're not being productive. That's a bunch of crap. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. It's a bunch of crap because you can be busy all the time and not being productive because you're not doing what you're supposed to do and you're not yielding or getting the results that you're supposed to have. It's better to be strategic with what you're doing versus just saying, I'm busy. And so, you know, they have the motto, you know, or the the, the uh, slogans or whatever you want to call it about uh, team no sleep and and, and, and mottos about, um, and of course, I... I engaged with the yeah team no sleep this and that until I realized huh, I do need sleep I, I need sleep to to be effective I need sleep to be able to help somebody else I need sleep to help myself so we got to get out of this this pattern of having these unrealistic keeping up with the Jones type mentalities or mindsets and so the other uh thought or the other slogan or whatnot that people may talk about is you know you know I'm gonna be busy I'll rest when I die the thing about it is you may you may end up embracing that slogan sooner or later if you don't take care of yourself and I'm not trying to be funny or morbid or anything like that I'm trying to help us out you got to know your limits you really 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 do and this all just brings me um, I'm a, I have a scriptural reference that I want to share with you guys because it's important that we have references. But this this brings me uh, to my studies, back to my studies within the uh, mental health uh, therapy or mental health, being a mental health therapist uh, field within training. It brings me back because they literally pound it within your head in the most, you know, uh, soft way that they can that your self-care your mental health is imperative, the number one priority of a counselor. And it talks about that in the um, ACA uh, 2014 uh, Code of Ethics. It talks about that within the Code of Ethics. And um, it, it reminds us in the American Counseling Association uh, Code of Ethics, it tells us that the priority of the counselor is for the well-being, to maintain the well-being of the client, to be in the client's best interest. It tells you that. However, there are values and dispositions that you have to meet in order to do that. You, It talks about, you know, they, they heavily uh, reiterate, you gotta take care of yourself. And, um, and an, another reference that just, this brings me in is Grand Canyon's University's uh, counseling dispositional expectations. And of course, some of this, they pull from the uh, ACA, 2014 Code of Ethics ACA as well, but it talks about these values or the way of life for a counselor, like their foundational principles, um, kind of like a, a small Bible in a way. The ACA is kind of like the Bible in a way uh, for a counselor or a therapist, but it talks about how you need to uphold these values to remain ethical, meaning to be able to effectively help somebody in the most positive way without being unprofessional, with, you know, without causing undue harm or causing neg uh, negative outcomes to happen to their lives intentionally or unintentionally. And one that I love to, it's the first one. And so it, it talks about having psychological fitness, you guys, being psychologically fit. And what they talk about is being intentional. That is what psychologically fit means is being intentional and making sure that any 
unfinished emotional states or issues, mental health issues that you have, that you're aware of, that you resolve them before thinking that you're about to uh, present or uh, help somebody in the counseling arena. It is not saying that you have to be perfect, but it's saying, for uh, for example, hey, you know, person has to deal with this or that. They went through, um, you know, let's just say they went through a divorce or whatever. And so they may have a hard time um, counseling or helping possibly other clients that are divorced or possibly seeing other, uh, seeing couples. They may, that may spark something, but it, but it, tells them to make sure that you deal with that before you think you're going to come and have a clear mindset to be able to provide help to anyone else and it's it's saying you know if however that looks at that's going to a therapist go to your pastor do what you need to to start the process as you're starting the process perfect you can learn to help people but and I'm saying all of this not that we're all out here you know what I mean therapists or uh, training to be it, this principle that they live by, and that's just part of it, or this value that they're saying counselors should uphold can help everyone. You don't have to be a counselor to do this. It's saying deal with what you need to that affects you emotionally, psychologically, that affects your mental health. This is why I always say, remember to renew your mind, it is the gold mine. People may say, ah, oh, whatever. I say it because I know how real it is. The mind is such a powerful place. And true indeed, it is the number one place where battles start. It's where the enemy will attack you the most in the mind. Because if he has your mind, he really can have you. And so, um, you know, about being psychologically fit, of course, they tell you to deal with those things. And then it tells you to have self-care and have some type of resolution that you could uh, you could implement if something happens while you're going, while you're helping clients, you know? Somebody may be perfectly fine, but then something may happen within their personal life or whatever it may be while they're helping clients that causes them to pause and say, hey, I gotta go get, I gotta get help so that they can be, so that they can um, produce the best them, you know, or produce the best results as a counselor. And so I'm sharing this because this is a, a universal um, code. This is a universal code within different careers, within different industries, within life. And the Bible talks about us, you know, in uh, Third John 1 and 2, that uh, which above all things that you may prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, your soul encompassing of your mind, your will, and your emotions. These things are important, you guys. We have to have a reality check. You know, are you doing what you need to physically or are you just complaining, saying, oh, my back or knee hurt? or, you know, whatever the case may be, what are you doing to fix that? You know, um, are you, what are you doing to make sure that you are taking the time to heal, taking the time to um, to have the results that you know God wants you to have, taking the time so that you could be okay with himself and say, God, this is who you created me to be. I don't have to be pressured to be anybody else. I don't have to live to the standards of, of people's uh, opinions of, you know, limiting who you are or telling you to do stuff that's outside of his will. We have to go through this process of having reality checks, self-care, you know, to realign ourselves and say, I had all that on my plate. That's not, look, I had 10 things. God told me, yeah, do five, but I added the other five. 
how are you going to make the adjustment and change so that you can produce the best product so that you can have a healthy um, inside, be, be whole, you guys. And so, you know, it, it's, it's so important that we have these uh, thoughts, go, you know, go through these, these talks with, with self and do what we need to so that we are on track. And so I wanted to share this, uh, wanted to share the scripture with you guys, because like I said, this is, this is the universal thing. It's not just a, uh, what counselors do. It's not, it, it, this is, there's code of ethics or uh, there's standards that everyone live by or suggestions that you are to follow to have to yield the best results in your life and from lives of other people. So talking about biblically, I want to talk about briefly the story of Mary and Martha. You have to understand when Jesus came, it talks about, um, it talks about, uh, let's say Luke chapter 10 and just kind of, I won't read everything, but it talks about from verse 38 to 42. It says, uh, Jesus, maybe I will read most of it, but Jesus and his disciples were on their way. He came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the feet at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. Mary who sat at the feet of Jesus, listening to him. But then it says, but Martha in verse 40 was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Are the preparations or the extra things that you're doing really something that God told you to do? Or you are you allowing it to be a distraction to your life that's causing you to be burnt out, that's causing you to be um, overwhelmed, that's causing you to be in a place that God didn't want you to be, that's causing you to not have rest? So these are questions that you have to ask yourself. And it says, she came to him, meaning Jesus, and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help. Tell her to help me. And Jesus' response definitely shocked her. He said, Martha, Martha, <laughs> you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Listen, I'm going to stop there. You and no, actually, I'm a, it says Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Guys, listen, that whole those those scriptures, it, it means values. It speaks values because this goes back to are you doing something that God told you to do? Hmm? Or are you performing? Are you saying, you know, I, everybody has to, to see me do this. I have to have, I have to keep up with the Jones. I got to make sure, you know, I'm, you know, last year I made a million. I got to make sure this year that I make 5 million. Listen, what, what is most important in your life? You have to understand that when we follow at the purpose, when we um, know how to rest, when we take the time to have self-care, when we literally do a reality check and pay attention to it, we're going to yield even more results than we ever could by trying to force certain things to happen within our lives. We have to understand that this is the truth. This really, really is the truth. And I want us all to understand, like I said, when I talk about rest, I don't want us to say or to think, oh, rest is an option. No, rest is a necessity. And if you don't know what a necessity is, dictionary.com's um, 
or Oxford Dictionary's definition of necessity, it says the fact of being required or indispensable. It talks about an essential rest is an essential is something that we need in order to have balance in order to be the best version of ourselves to remain healthy all over you guys and so we have to make sure that we are perceiving or have the right perspective within life because we don't have to do a whole bunch of things <laughs> that we're not called to we really don't and so I, I think that this is definitely necessary right now because if we do find ourselves in a place where we know we're not healthy, we know some things need to change, it's okay. That's that's actually, um, if we realize something needs to change that's good, then we can make the necessary adjustment to have the changes, you guys. See, in my book, uh, The Loud Secret, I have a chapter eight talks about it's okay to get help. And it talk also talks about we're accountable for our own progression in life. We are accountable. When we know something is off, something is not working properly, listen, we do ourselves a, a disservice and everyone else a disservice if we ignore it. If we, you know, keep going the same way without addressing it. Sometimes we have to press pause and be okay with pressing pause. Within the time of pressing pause, it can help us realize what we're supposed to be going after. It can remove confusion from our souls because we have so much going on. I had made a post not too long ago and it said, um, a lot of times we have peace, but we have literally peace is already in us. But we have so much going on that we put there that we can't even recognize it. But once we begin to remove all the unnecessary things, then we can see, wow, I do have peace. God did give me peace. God's given us majority of, he's given us what we need in life. It's up to us to go forth on the path so that stuff can comes out, come out. It's up to us to not clutter ourselves with unnecessary things that hinder us from being the best version of, of ourselves, that hinder us from self-sabotaging things that God really do have for our lives. Listen, if we're not good within a soul, if our, we're not in a good space of, you know, within our soul health, our mind, will, and emotions, you can self-sabotage a lot. I talk about that um, within my book, The Loud Secret. And of course, um, that all requires you to renew your mind. Like I said, I mentioned that a lot um, because it's, it's critical and you have to understand that the word renew, it's saying you re, you make something new again. So that means that even if you have negative thoughts right now or you're going through emotionally or something's just off physically, whatever it may be, it's okay because it can be renewed if you if you pretty much allow God to help you do the work, show you what need to change and be okay with making the necessary adjustments to have that better life. So you could renew, rechange the way that you think. You can excuse me, change the way that you think, change the way that you take in certain things and to become a better version of yourself. You could filter out certain thought patterns that are not healthy and that's what we're supposed to be doing, you know? And so of course, when we go through life, we, we experience some type of challenges or trauma, your mind can get jacked up. I mean, all sorts of you can, can really be compromised. And it's because 
your body goes through something that it was never created to go through. Like God really did. He made us complete. We're complete in him. But as we go through life, things happen that kind of push stuff out of whack that we literally have to realize is out of whack and then do something to get back into proper alignment. When God makes something, he makes it good. He really, really does. But like I said, during the um, events within life, certain things happen that kind of change the way that we think, kind of change the way that we process stuff. And we have to be okay with saying, God, I'll allow you to take me back to that restored place, take me back to that whole place. And like I said, I literally talk about all this stuff in my book, The Loud Secret. This isn't stuff that I'm just like making up off of a whim or stuff that I've heard. No, no, no. This is stuff that God has given me within this book. And if you've read it, you will understand that um, it's some it's certain things that I had to live through. And so um, God is definitely here to help us. He's here to encourage us to have the rest that we need. We have to get outside of making excuses because we're afraid or making excuses because of what other people think that prevents us from having the rest, that prevents us from not getting the, the correct amount of sleep, not eating right, whatever it may be that could come to try to disrupt your rest. And um, speaking of sleep, uh, there was a, a their study or research at the Mayo Clinic on mailclinic.org that I found and it talks about how important it is or it talks about the stats, um, the uh, statistics when it comes to getting rest. And it says research shows that people who sleep little over many nights, they don't perform well on complex mental tasks as people who get closer to seven hours of sleep. And on the mailclinic.org website when it talks about uh, sleep, it has a chart of, you know, it says infants, when they're newborns, they need like 14 to 17 hours research a certain amount of sleep per day in order to function the way they're supposed to, um, in order to grow, to go through their process. And then of course, uh, the older somebody get, and it caps off at a certain age, uh, it talks about seven to nine hours on average for an adult per night for sleep. But it says older adults, you know, once somebody it's more of an elderly age, then they may require more sleep or more uh, the same amount of sleep that a young adult, um, a younger person would. And so we have to pay attention to practical stuff like that because we're not given this information to say, hey, I'm a robot and I could do all things and ignore it. Nah, that's prideful. That's, that's um, you know, um, allowing your ego or whatnot to, to speak beyond what's logical, what's wise. And so we have to be more okay with um, with our well-being over saying, I'm going to protect my pride or protect my ego. Because at the end of the day, it means nothing if somebody has a breakdown or have, you know, a nervous breakdown, something happens to them physically due to being overly stressed. This stuff is real, you guys. And it's not to bring fear, but it's to educate you so that you can use wisdom. And speaking of wisdom, there's, you know, um, the Bible uh, talks a lot about wisdom and there's scriptures, a whole bunch of scriptures on wisdom, but definitely in the book of Proverbs, they call it the book of wisdom. But Proverbs chap uh, chapter four, starting at verse seven, going down to nine, it says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And all you're getting, get an understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. 
a crown of glory she will deliver to you. And when I look at that, of course, you can have knowledge, you can know something all day, but if you don't implement it, it means little. Wisdom, I look at wisdom as implementing what you know, implementing what God tells you. You know, Holy Spirit leads you to do whatever you are yielded or uh, led to do, and then you do it. That's wisdom. And when you do it, you do have grace because you're following what you're supposed to do. You're following after what you've been led to do. Therefore, you will have better results. And so we have to use wisdom when we're going forth and when we're making sure that we're resting. We're making sure that we have the proper self-care. We're making sure... You know that um, the reality checks or self-assessments that we're doing quarterly, semi-annually, however often we're doing it, that they're actually working and we're not doing it, you know, just to check it off a list and live in the same way. Guys, when we're intentional about something, we're going to see results. We will see more beneficial results, you guys. We really, really would. And this is not a beat yourself up message. This is something that I've had to live. This is something that I do live out during the, the self-checks. I have to take breaks at times because I understand if I don't, yes, a person can break down. A person, you know, may get overwhelmed in certain areas. And I think that we have to be okay with saying, I'm not okay right now. We have to be okay with saying, I need help right now. Um, you know, it's okay to have limits. We're we're human. Of course, we're first fear, but we are in a physical body and there's going to be limits. We definitely can do all things with Christ who strengthens us, but there's practical applications, practical things that we have to live by and embrace. Because if you don't take care of this body, the one body that you get here on this earth, how can you expect to carry out purpose? How can you expect to do the things that God has created you to do? No matter how much we think we can cover up certain things, eventually that stuff will show. Just like it showed when I wouldn't deal with the fact of being sexually abused, when I wouldn't deal with that fear and all whatever that came with that, it started coming out with ugly attitudes. It started coming out the way that I would curse people out, how I didn't care about pretty much anything. I literally had become emotionless. Everything, it was calloused. Part of my soul was calloused because I did not deal with what I needed to deal with. Guys, this is real stuff. This is real stuff. And especially with everything that's going on today, we could easily feel overwhelmed. You know, I understand where we all are affected by whatever's going on by possibly the riots, by um, the pandemic. We've all been affected by that in some way, some people more personally than others. And we have to be intentional about helping ourselves. Like I said, chapter eight of my book, it's okay to be, uh, it's okay to get help, but it says comma, you're accountable. We are responsible for our own well-being. We really are. And of course, people can pray for us, which is perfect, is wonderful. But we got to do the work to say, yes, I'm going to get help. And it's okay to get help. Getting help does not make you weak. It actually says, you know what? That person's full of courage. That person is strong because, you know, if they didn't get help, they could have broke down, committed suicide, and did all sorts of stuff. And a lot of times when people get to that point of committing suicide, that means that they've lost hope. They don't see any other way out. And again, um, I, I'm going to mention the book because I talk about all of this stuff, you guys, in The Loud Secret. It's on Amazon under Erica Holmes. 
And I'm going to be, I've done, of course, other uh, videos uh, going through each chapters. I'm not completely done with it, but I've talked about each chapter and gone through it so people can do studies. Um, but I really do think that it's a great book to get, especially right now with everything that, um, <clears throat> with everything that a person is facing. So we have to just take the time to make sure that um, we're engaging in what we're supposed to. We're getting at the adequate amount of sleep. If we're not sleeping well, ask, ask yourself, what's causing me to not have the sleep? What's causing me to not really be at rest, to have that peace? Um, we don't want to get to the place of, like I said, literally having physical ailments, having physical diseases show up because we didn't do, we didn't do the work. When our bodies screamed and had the red flags, the, the, the uh, signals that it was throwing off, it was letting you know, you gotta get help, you gotta get help. And so we have to pay attention to that because um, keep in mind, like I talked about, you know, the ideas of, you know, you sleep when you die, whatever people may say, grind mode for life. You can have grind mode, but you got to have balance and pause and breaks within grind mode. But um, you have to understand just because you're busy don't mean you're being productive. It doesn't. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's certain things that I've had to live myself. So um, you got to be intentional about what you are doing, what you're engaging in. And this is in the church or without or outside of the church. Just because I may be called, you know, a person may be called to have 10, 15 um, church engagements within two weeks. That doesn't mean that they're supposed to take all of them. Or if it's something that God has graced them to do, cool. You go ahead and he'll show you what you need to do. But you got to be intentional about self-care. You have to be intentional about how does rest look to you. Um, saying, I don't have balance. I don't know. It's not an option right now. It's not. It's really not because we have to be in the base, best place that we are for ourselves, for our families, for our spouses. You know, we have to be in the best place because if you, you're not in the best place, you're not only um, hurting yourself, but you're hurting other people. You really are. Whoever's connected to you, whether you want to hurt them or not, when you don't do the work, when you don't be real with yourself, have that reality check, you can hurt other people. And as we all know, we can't control another person's action. You don't know how weak or how much another person is going through if you intentionally or unintentionally hurt them. There's a lot of people that are not really strong that you literally can mess up for. You can mess somebody up for life. Because some people, they can't get out of the fact of what somebody did to them. And so, um, guys, we just need to be careful with how we proceed. Using wisdom, knowing it's okay to have limitations. Um, you know, doing the work. You know, just kind of staying connected with positivity, staying connected with things that help you and not hurt you. And, um, and I just, in this last, this, this one of the last things is don't blame other people. Don't, don't blame other people. Um, you know, like I said, you don't know how you could affect somebody if, if you don't do the work and you hurt somebody but we can't blame other people as to why we're not getting help. We can't blame other people as to why we haven't seen the next best thing that God had for us. We can't because at the end of the day, I could have lived my whole life saying uh, as a victim, and I'm not a victim, I'm a victor. I overcame coming out of being sexually abused and whatever else it caused me, even if I was, I've been delivered and healed of certain things, 
there's certain things I still have to manage, but I, I am real with that. I'm real with it. I went through the process so that I could say, I want to be a help to people and I don't want to bleed on other people for something they had nothing to do with. This is real, you guys. This is uh, their lives that we're affecting, their lives that, you know, that matter our lives and everyone else's life matters when it comes to us making sure that we're the best versions of ourselves because we can't affect other people. And so I just want to kind of leave you guys with some questions that you can just write down and kind of think to yourself this is not a, a message to get somebody depressed or anything nah this is a message to say you could be better I could be better this is a message to say check yourself really do have a reality check stop living in the dark you can live in the light and I don't care what title you have guess what it's okay to get help we all need help at times we do we all need help at times and it don't make us weak it don't it makes us strong it makes us look courageous and so we could ask ourselves what does self-care look like for me it's different for everybody you could ask yourself that you can ask yourself the things that I have currently on my plate am I doing it just to perform or am I doing it to fulfill purpose we can ask ourselves that we could ask ourselves, if you're having a hard time letting go of certain things that you know are not good for you, but you just want to do it, ask yourself why. Why is it so hard for you to let it go? Why? And then take that to God. Take it to God and, and just be careful how we proceed, you guys, okay? Because like I said, our actions can affect other people's lives. And um, <clears throat> we have to understand that God is for rest. We see in the Bible, especially when it talks about, um, you know, Jesus and, and his ministry and whatnot, he spoke and fed people and performed miracles, you know, all the time through God. He did all of that stuff, being God in flesh. Um, he did all of that stuff. But if you notice, even after he did that stuff, he left the disciples and he would go to the mountains. He would go pray. He would go, however his self-care regimen looked, he knew it was necessary. He knew he couldn't just, especially being in human in a human suit, God in human suit, he knew that he had to take care of himself. And so he had a healthcare regimen. We may not know all the details of it, but we see that it was effective because he was able to produce what God, what the Father wanted him to produce for us. So guys, take that, you know, as... Um, confirmation if you need to do something to make sure that you are the best version of yourself go ahead do that because this is the time the hour to prepare excuse me this is the time the hour to be our best selves because we're needed we are needed don't wait until you're gonna break down um, in order to get help and if you are if you haven't at that place like I said I've been at that place and of course I had to drop everything to to be restored, but we want to make sure that we are paying attention to the red flags, paying attention to the signals so that we are moving forward the way that we're supposed to. All right, you guys. So I uh, pray that this really helped you guys and that you could uh, find the courage that you need to proceed, find the courage that you need to get the help that you need and know that um, God is with you through the whole process. Um, 
you know, just go through it. Go through it. God is with you. And uh, like I always love to say, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. All right, you guys. And I'll just say this quick prayer and then we're going to end. Uh, Father, I just thank you in the name of Jesus for everyone that is going to tune in, that's tuned in, that will share this. Father, I just thank you that um, you've given them the peace they need to proceed. You've given them the ability to have rest. You've given them what they need to move forward. I thank you, God, that they do not, that none of us ignore the wisdom that you give, ignore the instructions that you give. I thank you that we are being serious about our whole health. We are paying attention to what we need to do. We are not being offended. We're not um, pointing the fingers at everyone, but we're looking in the mirror. And as we point the finger, if a person is pointing the finger, that finger gets turned back to us that we could say, I got to do the work for myself. I cannot make somebody else, you know, a life worse because I'm not doing the best version of myself or, you know, uh, we're not out of alignment because we refuse to go through our process. So Father, we just thank you that everybody that hears the sound of my voice, that they are encouraged and that even if the process is long, even if they don't know exactly what to do, I thank you, Father, that you, you're you giving them, you're talking to them right now and that they're leaving here with weights that are falling off of them and that they are uh, okay with becoming the best versions of themselves or they're okay with having pause time, break time, uh, rest time and they are getting the sleep they need they're treating their bodies as the temple father is the temple that you dwell in that your holy spirit dwell in that we are all just being intentional about everything and i thank you god that this reality check was right on time and it is what we needed father and i just give you all the praise the glory and the honor in jesus majestic name amen empower me with Aerie.